episode of the Broker Bros Podcast, Season 2, Episode 15. I am your host, Jordan Alfie, as always, and with me today, I have Mr. Eric Mueller. Hi. How's it going, buddy? Hi. <laughs> hey, uh, hey hi. how's it going? Hi, how's everybody doing today? <laughs> everybody's great, man. Everybody's no, good to be great. here. for everybody in the room. Everybody's great. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do I do with my hands? Right, I don't exactly. Know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, today, man, we got a good one. We got a good one chalked up. No freight. No freight today. We're, we're all, we're doing a special. We're doing a preview to the NFL regular season. Future Super Bowl future winning champion. With a focus in the future Super Bowl champion, Buffalo Bills. Now, I probably just jinxed us, so I'm going to knock on the table. Everybody heard it. <laughs> but, yeah, so we're going to do a little NFL preview with a focus on the Bills, obviously, because we are Buffalo boys. So, um that's what we're going to do. And this will probably wrap up season two, honestly. Um, look out for probably uh, maybe a week or two break and uh, season three coming into uh, into your uh, your headphones live. Season three. Wow, you guys are moving along fast. Ever since I got here, you know, it seems yeah. like we're a little more efficient. Yeah, and we're like the like the sitcom, right? We're in that 15 <laughs> to 20 episodes per season. You know, we're not, we're not a Netflix special, you know, <laughs> the seven episodes that are our piece. You know, we're short, yeah. quick bursts, you know? Yeah. For those that haven't watched, they can binge all our podcasts exactly. if they haven't caught up yet. So exactly. you'll get the same experience from Netflix as you will here. Well, I'll tell you what I hope for season three, and I think we can get it done. No promises, but it's just a little teaser. I'm hoping we can finally get some agent interviews going on season three. Where we, I'll uh, bring it. We bring some of, the, some of our, our prestigious agents on and basically kind of, you know, how'd you do it, right? Take, take us through I'd, it. How do you do business? How do you how do you live? How do you work? <laughs> how, do you, how do you live? <laughs> Take us through it all, man. But yeah, um, also little uh, PSA, little uh, little notification here for everybody. We are recording this um, on the the exact date Thursday, September second at three fifty p.m. You you got it right. So as our producer Drew said, if we come into and release this next week and on Monday. I'm not even going to name a name, but on Monday, somebody gets hurt, right? Or we there's a know. COVID outbreak. We didn't know our COVID Any, outbreak. Anything. I mean, this whole episode could be scrapped by one bad episode or one, one bad instance. But I don't think that'll happen. No, know? no. But let's get into it, man. We'll, we'll, we'll dive into um, – we got a couple things planned, right? We're going to have – we're going to dive into the final roster and give our thoughts and maybe some surprises, this and that. And then I think what's going to be really fun is me and Alex Kushka, who used to be former co-host here, uh, we did a preview back when the schedule was released on uh, predictions, right? Pick the Bills. I got a lot of disagreements. Oh, baby. That's what I am That's what I think is going to be fun, right? We're going to have Eric go through our pick the Bills, and we're going to have Eric pick the Bills, and we're going to see how it stacks up. Eric pick the Bills. Are we going to do this to weekly? Simon and Jeremy. Is this Eric picks the Bills? Eric picks the Bills, baby. We're, we're creating now. You and Howard are going to go after it. That's Howard Simon on our uh, uh, our local WGR Ho- 550. Hopefully, station. we don't got to pay any royalty fees to him. Right? That. I don't no. think that. No, I don't think that. I don't think he's patented that. Yeah, yet. they didn't patent that. I got, <laughs> you know, I got a few buddies that are patent lawyers. I, I didn't see that come across their desk. So um, I think we're good. But all right, so roster, right? We're both looking at the final roster here. Um, credit to Sal Capaccio again of WGR 550. Um, putting that out on Twitter. Some real good, real good stuff. Always at Sal Sports on yes. Twitter. Yes, always great stuff. Love you, Sal. Um, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to you here. Um, any, what's your biggest, I guess, surprise? Biggest surprise for me has to be that they. It's 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 kind of a two part thing, but it kind of makes sense. 
after you think about it, is the cutting of Jacob Hollister. Ah, yeah. I thought he had a good, you know, preseason, but... And he's Josh's boy. And he's Josh's boy from from Wyoming. So that that really caught my eye. I thought when we caught him on, uh, I believe, Tuesday, when the final thing came out, I think when we, you know, we cut him, I was like, oh, well, we're going to bring him right back, and he'll sign back on. It must be one of those, like... Like that, like what they did with, uh, uh, Reed. Uh, no, Dean Marlowe last year. Oh, they caught yeah. him, and then they put somebody in IR because they have to, you know, put somebody, you know, through on the roster in IR, and then they re-sign guys. Right. But one of the striking things is is really only keeping two tight ends, and it kind of caught my eye because I remember, you know, when you were a kid growing up in Madden, you need three tight ends on your roster to complete it. <laughs> you, you know, got the Madden uh, <laughs> stats for us, baby. I love it. <laughs> But like when you, when you see that, it's like only two tight ends that they kept, and and then when you think about it more, Reggie Gilliam was a tight end last year. He's kind of more of like in in he describes himself as an athlete, yeah. not a fullback, not a tight. Shout he, out to the NCAA but, football games back. In the day. Yeah, there you go, athlete, athlete. <laughs> class, athlete. <laughs> but so that that's kind of a little surprising. But when you look at last year, the Bills ran I think the most f- four wide sets throughout the entire year. That's what I was gonna say. Like so, that's, that's why me. it's you know that's what definitely kept my eye. But but it's it it, it kind of looks like they're gonna. I mean, when you got Stephon Diggs, Beasley, Manuel Sanders, and then uh, Gabriel Davis, like I mean, why wouldn't you run four wide sets? I I, I think you know little, every day. Yeah. Every day. I mean, I think, you know, for fantasy, people that play fantasy, I think Gabe Davis is going to be one of the better players on the roster. Yeah. I think he's going to be better. One of the late-round picks that's going to, like, just blossom. It's a yeah. second-year wideout. It's a sophomore slump. What do you think? I mean, you're, you're predicting, like, eight, 900 yards? Maybe, like, six touchdowns? I, I don't want to go out too much of a limb. I, I mean, he had 599 he yards had last five, year. 500-something. He had 599. But he had, year. like, seven touchdowns. He had, or yeah, six? I, I think know. he caught every. I think he had like thirty-five catches throughout the year, and he had like seven touchdowns. So yeah. every fifth catch was a touchdown from him. I mean, you know, dude, I think he's gonna maybe in like two to three years from now, he'll be somebody that people talk about. Like, how did this guy get picked up in the fourth? What was it, fifth round? Was it fourth, fourth round? Fourth round. Fourth round. But that was that stack receiver class, that, right? So that wide receiver. That's exactly what I was gonna get to next. Like that wide receiver class, like. I mean, even Brandon Bean said it before the draft. You're going to have guys taken on day two, day three that are going to take jobs away. Our superstars, yeah. And and Gabe Davis, I can't remember who said it. I think Sal Capaccio said it. Gabe Davis is everything that we wanted Duke Williams to be. Mm -hmm. You know, I I, I totally agree with that. He's big. He runs well. I can't believe how much, how polished of a route runner he is. Yeah, that's true. Um, You know, that that was kind of one of his knocks coming out of college that he was like a – he can only run. I well, that's the thing though. When you're evaluating players in college, you don't know what they're asked to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like Gabe Davis was a stretch the field guy, and he was their number one at UCF. So that's what they had him do. And then you, you know, it's the same thing that happened to John Brown, where everybody just thought John Brown of a speed guy, but he's really a good route runner. And now he's no longer with us. But he, John Brown, just got cut, so he no, might be no available. longer with the Raiders either. Right? No longer with the Raiders either. But like, there's, there's. That's why it's hard evaluating players in college. It's hard evaluating players on different teams where yeah. they get asked to do different roles. And it's just, look at look at Micah Hyde. He was a, a nickelback in Green Bay, and they, they really couldn't find a, a secure spot for him. He comes to Buffalo. He becomes one of the better safeties in the league. You hey, know, Aaron Rodgers didn't want to leave. Come out publicly now and said that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I'll tell you what the biggest surprise to me was, man. And this is one of those moments where I got to uh, I got to put my faith in McBean. All right. I okay. Gotta, I, I Let's gotta hear it. Put my faith in it because it's got to. You know, I, I trust them. They've 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 got a good reputation now. But I don't understand getting rid of Daryl Johnson, who is very young, who has improved as a pass rusher every year, is a stud on special teams. Is what 24, 25? Yep. Keeping him for FA. Obada, who I do like, don't get me wrong, I do like, but he's 31, he doesn't play special teams. That was my big shock, I would say. But, I, hey, I will put my, I'll put my face I in get it. Nick Bean, right? The, the counterpoint that I had is, I mean, I know that this is a cliche, and I think it's gained a cliche, and I think it's even more of a cliche now. Special teams is not a third of the game. No. There's no kickoff anymore. I mean, how many kickoff returns are there each year? Like, I mean, that's got to – they've – the NFL has done – because that's where most of the injuries happen. So, I mean, when you're talking special teams, you're talking about fourth down punts. You're talking but punt return and punt punt coverage. And I get that. But he is widely renowned a, a lot yes. around the league. Yes, he is widely – and and here the counterpoint that I have to that, I think I saw somebody tweet out why, you know, and I understand the, the young point. But the thing is the Bills just drafted three – Defensive ends with yeah. the top three picks, the last three drafts mm-hmm. or last two drafts. Sorry, mm-hmm. you know you, you you take Epinesa last year, first pick that we had. We we gave up our first round pick for Diggs. Great move. <laughs> yeah. Then then you take Rousseau and Basham this year. So I mean I dude I think the, Rousseau the, is gonna be like I really have a feeling about him. Dude, he's really I have a feeling. He's I think got you might the see traits. Like, yeah, I think he might see like four or five sacks this year, but I think going into like year two, three, dude, explosion. I, I guarantee I, it. I here's my hot take of the year. I could see Rousseau having seven plus sacks. Yeah, I could see it. I can see. I don't hate that. Um, what's the over under? Let's go bet it. <laughs> you you want bet, six and a half? You want to go? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the it. over. You take the under. Ah, see, I don't know. I, you I, say, I you just said four. Yeah, but I could see it. That's the thing is, I could see it. I I don't bet against anything that I could see it. That's just not smart. Well, and I I agree with you. I think Greg Rousseau is going to be one of the steals of the draft. I mean, you look at the guy, and I think one of my favorite comments out of the draft, and I think it was Daniel Jeremiah saying he had 15 sacks his freshman year, and he didn't even know what he was doing out there, which was like he just – I think he was a wide receiver in high school. Yeah. And then they, you just put him on the D line, and he played D tackle. Yep. And it, he's got 15 sacks. Well, that's the thing I, about him. He's so long and so big that you throw him on the edge, you get around with his length and his arms. I'm surprised by his strength. Yeah. He is, you know, he pushes tackles. I thought he was more, you know, maybe it's just me being. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. First preseason game is pushing him around. Put him on skates. Yeah. Putting him back. That's what Joe used to do in high school. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm talking about the skates, not not pushing people back. Actually, oh, man, no, no, <laughs> no uh, comment on that. <laughs> but but yeah, man. I mean, I'm I'm really. I think this D line, Epinesa looked. I mean, I know it's preseason, and it is. You know, you know what? Say what you want. You know, I, I agree with the preseason pledge, Jeremy White. Yeah. You know, but like, I mean, you got. I think our weakest. Players, but maybe because I didn't see him that much, are going to be you know Hughes and Addison, and I love Jerry Hughes. I'm not saying that this is a knock, but you know Father Time's going to catch up with him. He's the oldest tenured Bill. Absolutely. I don't, and I think what the drafting of Epinesa 
um, Rousseau and Basham does is it really, and this is what they said, they really want to have, like, you know, I don't, I want to, you know, I'm a hockey guy, so I'll parallelize the line changes. You oh, know, yeah, that's e- been e- always e- the D-line and for him. That's yeah. always, they've always have a rotational D-line. They want to keep guys fresh. They don't want them out there for every single play. Even in Carolina, and, Exactly. Exactly. And it's. It, I think it's the smartest thing to do. I mean, you can attest to this more, Joe. I was, you know, I was a backup linebacker in high school. I mean, you played. You know, you played tackle. You played the end. You know, you did that. Like having a going against a different player every series. It's not going to let you get into. You know, after a couple series, you, you probably you know what guys are going to do. You know what they're going to try to move. But if you're playing against a different DN. Every series, and you're going through. You know, we got seven. How many DNs? We got six DNs on the yeah. roster, or seven DNs on the roster. Like you're gonna get a different DN every single, every single uh, drive. Yeah, I'll tell you, man. And I'm no, you know, obviously I'm no NFL guy or you know major college ball. Play a right. little bit of UB, but um, I'll tell you, when I did play offensive line, anytime I was going against um, the defensive line, that was my first, you know. The guy that I'm going up against, are we? Is he a rotational guy? Is he a you know stud that's going to be going the whole game? And I tell you, even if he is a, a stud, I'd have rather taken that one guy all game because I can I can play I can play mind games. I can figure it out. Yep. I can try to figure it you out. You know right? what he does. You know his tendencies. Right. When it's rotating, you don't know. You yep. don't know on exactly. any given play because then you have to figure out. All right, this one guy does he like like speed rush moves? Does he like power rush moves? Does he not rush? Does he play right. the run? And then the next guy comes, i got to figure that all over again. Right? right. And that's within a game, right? That's multiple snaps, multiple steps. If I'm playing against one guy, I can get an idea within the first quarter kind of where he's going. Right. Unless we're talking And then about, he can settle in. And it's yeah. and I think it's and it's perfect, and it's what McDean wants. Jeez, I said McDean. McBean. McBean. There it is, baby. It's what McDermott wants. He, he wants that that to keep offenses guessing. And I, I mean, I – I know the defense took a you know a bit of a dive last year. Not as I mean, for for two three years they were really really good. When we played Houston in the playoffs there, um, I thought our defense you know kind of ran you know they drove the yeah. bus that year. Yeah. I mean Allen was good. Allen was coming into his own. He wasn't the Josh Allen that he was last year. And no. then last year that you know I think the defense, I think what kind of hurts is you know obviously not having any crowd. You know that type of thing too mm-hmm. kind of hurt the defense last year, but I am looking forward to a very like a bounce back year because I I really think we're gonna get after them this year. Yeah, and I'll say uh, one person to star I would say is for me would be Spencer Brown. You know at that uh, that tackle position, I think he within probably a year or two is gonna be a starter for us. And I I hundred really percent like agree. He I mean he handled Khalil Mack. In the preseason game, pretty well. Yeah, not um, too bad. I mean, you, you know, he's he's another one of those guys that's like, you know, he played basketball in high school. He's super athletic. I think he's six eight. Yeah, he's a monster. You know, he's a monster. And I mean, you can attest to this, Joe. But I think one of the most important and underrated aspects of the offensive line is footwork. Oh yeah. I th- you you got to set your out, yourself up right. And I, he's. He, his feet move well. He, he he doesn't look like the game was too much. That was one of the big things coming out of Northern Iowa is without a season last year, you know, would can, can, would it be too much for him for these NFL pass rushers? And he really handled himself well. I think he's your, your future right tackle behind uh, Daryl Williams. For sure. And I definitely, I definitely like that one. But um, other than that, I'd say, you know, 
the receivers that we're going to have, even backing up, you know, take take the four wide receiver set that we have, you know, to sprinkle in an Isaiah McKenzie, a Jake Kumro, that's phenomenal. To I me. love Isaiah McKenzie's role. But a little, little dirty. Isaiah and Kumro on probably, you know, at least 10 to 12 teams in the NFL could could be a starter. Yeah. I, I, a wide I, receiver two or one. I could see, I, I think, you know, Beasley's contract, I could see them walking away from that after that next year. Yeah. And I could see McKenzie being that slot guy. I really liked him last year. He's got the right set, and I think he's learning from Beasley. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that I think that makes Beasley elite is his, his football sense, his football smarts. Yeah. He knows as soon as the plays, you know, as soon as he lines up, he knows if they're going to be in zone, if they're going to be in man, and how to beat it, and where to find the soft spots. I think that is the, the part that – that's the part that McKenzie's going to have to catch up on, and you know – I mean, I look at it as, you know, you either have it or you don't. He, you know, he might not be, you know, the smartest football player, but I think he's definitely a starter in the league. 100%. I couldn't agree more. Well, I'll tell you what, I think we've, uh, we've exhausted all, uh, all opinions here on, uh, on this roster. So let's go ahead, let's move on, and let's do a little recap here. So I'm, I'm going to give a little recap on, on what we picked here. And then we're just gonna hand it off to you and let you let you just go, um, let you do predict and kind of. Well, the Bills are winning every game, right? Goal, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we got Pittsburgh Week One. We're one and zero. Miami two and zero. Washington three and zero. Houston four and zero. Right. So four straight wins to start. Then we did have to pick that the Kansas City. Until you beat them, man, you you don't beat them. So we did pick the Kansas City Chiefs. So we got four and one there. We got a revenge game against the Titans. We we like that. We picked up a win on that one at five and one. Now here's where I think we might get a little controversial with you. Miami back at home, Halloween. We gave them the loss, right? I don't think Miami's going to be that bad. Um, got to have one Bills loss on the yeah you know, one right? Bill Billsy Billsy lost, lost. Um, at Jacksonville. Win, so we're six and two. At New York, a win, seven and two. Indy, eight and two, right? A win. Um, New Orleans, Thanksgiving, we got it. We got a win at 9-2. and two. New, We went on a run here, right? New England at 10-2, <laughs> right? So that's a win again. Tampa, another loss. Um, just, again, going to the mindset again. Of you don't beat them until you beat them on Tom Brady. Um, so 10-3. and three. Who's Tom Brady? Right. Tampa, Tampa <laughs> Tom. Um, Carolina, we got a win on that one, 11-3. At New England, again, I gave us a loss because it's division. Hard to beat a team twice. I think with Mac Jones there, um, who we all know here on the show, if you've listened to my predictions, I, I think I'm a big Mac Jones guy. I'm a corkle. Um, <laughs> I think he's going to do all right. So I gave him a loss there. Pained me, but we did it. Um, and then we finish off with a win against Atlanta and a win against New York for a total, Eric, of 13-4. and four. So here you go. All I'm doing is I'm handing the sheet to you, and you go. And, and I go. for us? Well, I, I definitely agree with the Steelers. I, I think Big Ben has definitely fallen off a cliff, and I think last year, you know, it was definitely evident. Now, you know, maybe the injury hurt, um, but I can definitely see that as a win. I agree with the Miami game. I agree with the Washington game. I agree with Houston. Kansas City, I agree, because Kansas City is a little – Yeah. You know, we, we, we got to beat them. You Until gotta, you, you gotta, do, gotta, I, can't, I can't pick the Bills, right? Um, technical difficulties, everybody. Technical difficulties here. Um, Monday night Tennessee game. You know, I might change that to a loss. 
I know, I know, I know, I know the Bills. You know, I know Bills Mafia is going to be in full effect. It's going to be a home game again. Be down there. You know, um, but I, I, I just, I don't know. It's something about Tennessee. They kind of, they kind of mess me up a little bit. I disagree with the Miami loss. I don't think we're losing to Miami this year. I am not a believer of Tua, and I'm not a believer of Jacoby Brissett. I like it. I could see Jacksonville. That's that's definitely a big win. I don't think we're losing. I honestly, I think we're going undefeated in the division. I don't right. think we're losing the Jets. Um, Indianapolis. I think that's a win. I could see New Orleans as a sneaky loss. Now I know it's Thursday night football, and Josh plays his best games on big games, but that's the one where if Sean Payton's able to figure out Jameis Winston and straighten him out, I I, mean, I took him as my fantasy quarterback. I think he's going to be. A, I, I think he could be really good. Big Jameis guy over there. I I, I it's, he's he's great for fantasy. Hey, he got LASIK, buddy. He, he's he, he's got he got LASIK. I mean, he, he did, did get LASIK. <laughs> he also threw thirty picks. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's small detail. Small minor detail. Come on. Um, so New Orleans, I could see being a loss. Um, New England, I don't think we're losing to New England this year. I hope we never lose to New England in the rest of my lifetime. Um, <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> Um, Tampa, I'm, I'm not worried about Tampa. I, I know it's Tom Brady. I know. He scares me. I I know he's scared. He's scared me since I was six years old when he, he ruined my childhood. But I am not, I, I don't, I like, I like Tampa, but it's, it's hard to be good two years in a row. It really is. And they got by by the skin of their teeth last year a few times. And, you know, I, I don't – I'm just not that worried about them. I, um, I could see – so I'm going to give that a win. Okay. Um, where am I at? I, how many losses? <laughs> so we got uh, – New Orleans, so there's one loss. Tennis, or Tennessee, Kansas City. So I'm at three, th- losses. three losses right. potentially. Um, Carolina, I don't see that being an issue. At New England again, a win at Atlanta. So I got them going fourteen and three. Fourteen and three, I'll take that all day. I'll take it. I'll that, take that it. Is... And that's all barring injury. Now injuries happen, you know. And we talked about this a little bit before. I think the Bills have been since McDermott McBean era. You know, they've been re- relatively healthy yeah. throughout the year. Now I, I'm sure I just threw a monkey wrench into the whole thing and jinxed it, but. Yes, Eric Mueller. Effective. Everybody <laughs> out there, if, if we run into injury issues, it is Eric Mueller's fault. Yeah, yeah, and it's my fault. He spoke um, it into existence. But, but I mean, and then, you know, there's really, here's the thing. When, when I'm picking games and if I'm looking at something, I look at the quarterback. And if we get a better quarterback than the other team, which we do I'm picking us to win. Of these, I'd say pretty much all of them except for one, two. Except for Kansas City, Kansas City and, and Tampa, you know, yeah, in Tampa. Kansas City and Tampa, I'd say, are the, the two quarterbacks that might be better than Josh Allen. Yeah, which that's saying something, man. After, you know, f- about five years ago we had Mr. Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> hey, I was a Tyrod guy. I liked him. Yeah. He did. He, he got us to the playoffs, yeah, you know, he but he, he is limited. He, he, he can only get you so far. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, I tell you what, uh, I think that that lined up pretty well. You had us at one more win than, than what me and Kushka put through the board, which I'm okay with. So we'll roll with that. And um, I like the idea of uh, of picking these bills. Eric picks the bills. Eric picks the bills. Bring it on. I'll be any, back any next major, week. Any major changes, uh, you know, in the season and all that, we're gonna we're gonna bring you. Eric picks the bills. All right. I'm all for it. 
Well, man, I think that uh, that wraps up our episode here for today for our for our NFL Buffalo Bills preview for the season here, the 2021 NFL regular season. Um, thanks for joining me, man. Hey, happy to be here. It was a great time, man. Always a great time. It's always a good time. Always Anytime good time I get call. to talk Bills, you know, I'm I'm all for it. Right? So. Talking Bills on the clock, too. <laughs> Next episode, we'll be back with some freight. Until um, then, everybody kind of stay, stay stay safe. Stay safe. Stay clean. Stay clean. <laughs> and as we always say it on the podcast, go, go Bills. Bills.